everyone. You're listening to the Changing Times podcast, where we talk about anything and everything transformation related. This is your host, Cheesy Dino, and I'm here to bring you another episode for season two. This time around, I have two individuals who uh, share their side of the spectrum as compared to uh, previous episodes where we have the artist or writer come in to share their experiences and or opinions of the transformation community. So uh, here I have two commissioners who uh, one you may be familiar with as far as the character in particular that he usually chooses and the content involved along with that. Uh, The other other individual you may be familiar with as far as the uh, amount of commissioners or commissions he partakes from various artists. So I was definitely excited to hear what both of these uh, fantastic commissioners had to say about that regards as far as their opinion and uh, viewpoint for the community and for their experiences. And I'm sure it'll be of some interest to you as well. So uh, with nothing further to say, uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. And again, like I always state in uh, all the podcasts, if you have any sort of feedback or recommendations, please don't hesitate to let me know. And you can use that or uh, convey that through uh, furaffinity.net, which would be the furaffinity.net forward slash user forward slash cheesy dino or to deviant art which is deviant art forward slash cheesy dino or if you want to simply use email which is the changing times podcast at gmail.com so uh with that said i hope you enjoy the episode and i will tag back up with you at the end thank you for listening Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Changing Times Transformation Podcast, where we speak about everything and anything transformation-related. So here we are tonight, uh, gathered by two fantastic people, um, pretty uh, significant contributors to the community, uh, at least in terms of uh, the sheer amount of commissions they both do here. So I'm joined uh, by one person here. His name is uh, Thandrel, and 
if you're not familiar with him, um, he's probably more popularized with how he involves all his commissions with a sort of contest. So that makes things a little more interesting. Uh, so a little bit more on how to catch his website and his uh, uh, commissions that he involves with that as well, uh, which is so-called the Transformation Repository. Uh, my other person here, however, is uh, Fiegel, who I'm sure some people are familiar with his commissions. Uh, seems to always involve some football jerseys, so a good way to point that out if you're looking out for him. <laughs> So uh, again, more information on his work, um, commission works and all that later on. So um, great to have you gentlemen here and a very good evening to the both of you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Good evening to you. <laughs> all right. No problem. So let's go ahead and start it off. Um, just a quick question here, Fiegel, since I was sort of teasing you on that subject already. Why the football jersey? <laughs> well, it's something I came up with uh, about four four years ago. It was something basic at first. I just wanted to fill a gap in the community. There was no transformation work of, of like football players or something. It wasn't even my character at that point. It was just something I wanted to get commissioned. But uh, it slowly developed into my character and... I really uh, enjoyed. Are you uh, enjoyed. in any way or form really fanatical about football or jerseys or something like that? I do. I do enjoy uh, watching football. I am. I can't play it at all whatsoever. I'm not a sports person, but I do enjoy watching. And I guess you can uh, guess that my my favorite team is the Eagles. So. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. So if you don't mind me asking, what is your um, sort of fascination with jerseys that you'd like to involve with all your commission work, uh, transformations and all? It's mostly just a identification of my character. He's a football player. He plays it a lot. He enjoys wearing it everywhere. I actually have a lot of shirts myself, but no, no, no jerseys. I gotcha. I gotcha. Awesome. So what about you, Thandrel? Um, what was your original intent with the transformation repository? Uh, obviously, you have your people that commission various artists for various things, but I think this is probably the first time where you sort of involved the contest of various artists to sort of put in their take on a certain subject. I don't think it's really the first sort of place for contests. There's plenty of contests you see on DA that people offer all the time for uh, different prizes or different awards. Hente Foundry does them as well. But, uh, I mean, I might be one of the first ones who does personal ones, but I kind of doubt that as well. Basically, I just wanted a single site where I could collect all the artwork I was commissioning rather than uh, posting it piecemeal on a site like The Process. So it has a little bit more of a personal feel, plus I can... Uh, let's see, I can, I can not personalize it, but I can customize the look a lot more. Right, right. So what about like in terms of finding the right people for each contest, how do you go about selecting that? Do you just kind of put it all in a pot and just pick at random or are you kind of more specific as in terms of what the topic at hand is? 
the contests have always been completely open. That's uh, turned out well in a couple cases, but in general, for me, it's been disappointing for the number of entries I actually get. Whoever actually submits an a entry will get posted regardless. I don't. The only contest I invited people for specifically was the fashion pageant, and as a contest, it was they were all individually commissioned pieces of work as well. I paid for each one of those entries as opposed to the other art contests which I host on the site, which uh, were volunteer work. So if I didn't have enough entries to even han handle all the prizes, that was the way it worked out sometimes. Okay. And uh, out of curiosity here for the sake of our listeners, what exactly are your prize um, plans for each and every contest you do? It really depends on uh, resources available or the scope of the contest. I had big plans for a contest this spring, but it wound up just being better, I think, to pour it into several long, long form commissions that are in the works right now. But really, it's just a matter of uh, I kind of try and budget a little bit, but I don't do a very good job on uh, keeping within reasonable amounts most of the time. I got you. I got you. Good deal. So how about um, this question goes for the both of you here. What do you think is a good candidate for an art artist to commission for? Uh, obviously, both of you have got quite the uh, repertoire for you know various artists you've commissioned. So what do you look for in terms of picking the right person for what you have as an idea in mind? And I'll go ahead and start with you, Fiegel, since we started with you to begin with. I'm, I'm pretty random, honestly, with my uh, my artist selections, but I usually go with somebody I've at least seen their art around somewhere. So when I discover somebody, I, I don't always go right to them, but... Yeah, it's basically kind of random. I, I can't really give a good reason for the artist I pick. Okay, so, I mean, do you basically just scrounge around on, like, FA and the likes, and if you see, like, some art piece you like, and then you just kind of contact the artist thereafter? Yeah, I would think that. I think that's how it works. Basically, anybody who does <laughs> transformation work, and uh, oh, I'm, I'm really into the pairing of clothing, and, like, as of late. So. I gotcha. Anything, anything in that vein, as long as it uh, doesn't doesn't stink, you know. Right, I got you. So, what about you, Thandral? I know you said uh, most of your contests, uh, if not all your contests, are pretty much open to contestants. Um, what about in terms of actual commissions? What do you look for? Most of my commissions are based around a theme or something I want to see. I have I get an idea in my head, and I try and figure out who I know already who's available who can best illustrate that or as efficiently as possible, whether it's depending on the length or the time and expected or anything else. I mean, there's certain styles that I like for, say, an inflation or something else where the, I know certain artists have a excellent look for it. Or if it involves fur or something else, then I try and hopefully get a different artist who I know is a bit more specialized in that. I don't go scrounging quite as much as I used to due to time and resources, but still, I've still been able to begin working and involved with a lot more new artists just over the last couple of years. And 
Thank, I, I'm, I'm grateful. I've been actually cold contacted by a few artists lately, and that's uh, gives me more ideas and more opportunities in the future as well. I can't always work with everyone, you know, immediately or just when I'd like to either, depending on their schedule. But I have a pretty big backlog of ideas already written up, and so if I come across someone new and you know they happen to fit something that I haven't been able to do or one of my key, uh, one of my I keep calling them my uh, benchmark uh, sequences, which is mm-hmm. poodle girls or cowgirls or something similar. Then, you know, I'll fire that off at them as a quickie. Just, you know, I, I, the one thing for, as similar is with my donation art pieces, I always want to have one short piece, individual piece done by them before I uh, start working with them on a really big piece, regardless of how good they are overall. But it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward aside from that. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, I think I think Sandra brings up a good point about availability. That's actually most of uh, how I do my picking now, and it's mostly with artists I've done, be- you know, art with before. But when I first started out, obviously I had to start looking for artists. Okay. I think tra- transfer was a big, uh, big help with that. So that's where I discovered probably most of my interest. Right. So what about, um, like, let's talk about in terms of uh, the actual commission itself. And this is more of a topic that I've sort of talked to some artists in terms of uh, the details of the commission. So what do you two involve as far as putting out your idea to the artists and communicating with them? And uh, try to get them to see your idea and put a picture in their head on what you want. Do you sort of put more of specifics in there or are you a little bit more open to their kind of translation of what you're wanting? So we'll go ahead and start with you, Fiegel. I think, it, honestly, it depends on the artist. Um, some uh, some artists, I'll let them uh, do their own thing with it because I know I'll make something I like. Other artists, I have to uh, be a little bit more specific. But, uh, Usually, have no problem telling uh, artists what I want. Okay. What about you, Thandro? I agree with Fiegel on that. Uh, some folks are really easy to work with, and other folks uh, you need to be a little more specific with, or whether you're talking about reviewing pencils before going to inks and before going to colors. Some folks, you know, you can just hand them something and say, just give me, I, I just want to see something like this. And they can come back with something amazing. But I keep a pretty good uh, – I try to keep a growing image library of reference pictures and uh, designs. And you know, if I want to see certain fashions or certain periods referenced, I try and build a, a set of pictures I can work from that I can easily copy and paste or attach to any of my uh, emails. That way I can give as much detail as possible whether or not you know, it sticks to that is – giving them uh, resources and hopefully saving them time and effort as well. I gotcha. So what about um, talking in terms of of like uh, the likes of Patreon? I'm not sure if you two are familiar with, uh, but it seems like Patreon has sort of started to explode as far as uh, getting the artist's idea out there uh, as far as what they want to do for their own sake as far as ideas go. So do you feel like a Patreon with artists are a good way to um, push ideas or do you feel 
that they should maybe stick more to like commission work. So go ahead and start with you, Fiegel. I think it is a good idea because I've noticed a few uh, a few artists. It's mostly comics, like that they ask for donations for, and I feel that's a good way to uh, get funding so they can, uh, you know, create these comics and that uh, would otherwise not get any where without any funding. Right. Well, what about you, Thandro? I'm a big Patreon fan. I support a few, uh, at least half a dozen artists now. It's a lot of fun. And because a lot of times, I mean, I not don't like going off and commissioning one-off random images and stuff, but you can easily get, you know, free sketches or you just put in, they'll say, you know, taking requests or taking, you know, put in your, what you'd like to see. And they'll knock out half a dozen sketches over the course of the week. And maybe your idea got picked or it didn't. And other people, because it's it's like Kickstarter, where they have different levels of funding. So if you support someone for a certain number of dollars per month, then you can get maybe a free, you know, one-off commission every month or every other month or something. It's handy. I mean, it's just a you know nice way to keep some original art flowing, and uh, at the same time, you know, you're providing direct support too, which has been the goal of some of my other projects as well to support the artist outside of my you know straight up commission payments. Right, right. So how about uh, in a perspective in terms of, um, say, a big discussion I've had with people is uh, artist sellouts. So, you know, artists that have taken so much commission work and then after time, you know, um, you may start to notice that maybe their quality in your eyes might start to deteriorate. So do you feel that artists would um, benefit more as far as monetary concerns doing commission more uh, commission work more or should they stick to like a Patreon type ordeal? And uh, even if it means like relying on sheer donations to get their ideas out there, um, just comparing, you know, creativity versus uh, functionality here. What are your thoughts on that? So what are your thoughts, uh, Fiegel, here? Well, it's all up to the artist, but I do feel that it's good for the artist to uh, um, stick with some originality, maybe create their own work, you know, outside of commissions. But um, whatever they feel like doing, honestly, if people just want to give them commissions, like do do your own thing with this character or something, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't really matter to me, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I think as long as the as long as the artist is uh happy with uh with how their work is progressing, I think that's uh the most important. I gotcha. Alright, what are you what is your opinion, Thandrel? I think it's uh it's you know, up to the artist obviously, but I've seen some artists who can, you know, kick start a Patreon and maintain their commissions and their ongoing private uh, work and you know pull in a lot of money because they're established they have a big fan base and they produce you know their their work is very popular other artists you know might want to start one and you know it's commendable and it's worth doing and i think it's probably a lot more convenient for a uh, watcher to give through patreon as opposed to you know individual PayPal donations or giving through DA homepage or points or anything like that. So it's there, 
but uh, you know, it's going to work better for some people than others, depending on how established they are and how well known they are throughout the community or, you know, in galleries in general. Okay. So with that in mind, do you too think that uh, in terms of say like a new and upcoming artist that like maybe something like Patreon might help to get their idea out there or uh, should it be more specific to like, say if an artist makes more of a, uh, a portfolio for themselves on their gallery and then, um, you know, commissions out there on the hunt, we'll see what they can do and we'll, you know, commission based off what they see in that portfolio. Do you feel Patreon is going to be more of a kickstart for more artists to come into the community? So what are your thoughts on that, Fiegel? I think it depends on what they're advertising on Patreon, but it's probably a good idea to uh, start with a portfolio and, and you know, gather some followers. Then you can put a journal out or something and you know, get people to donate to your Patreon. Okay. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to uh, anyone's going to you know search Patreon randomly. It's every every time I go, it's a link from someone's homepage or from their uh, DA or FA or something else. It's uh, you you got to be following someone already to know that they have a Patreon, really. So it's easy easy enough to uh, follow that. But unless you have you know a good stack of pictures or good st- uh, some prior history or something else, it's you need you need to have some sort of recognition factor in advance. Right, right, right. So uh, let's go a little bit back towards the subject of like actual commissions here. Um, I want to set out an example here. Uh, let's say, for instance, an artist who takes on a commission, uh, and this actually I've seen happen several times. So I just want to know y'all's opinion on this. So. Say let's uh, get an artist who's taken on a commission, but uh, it's taking a good bit of time to take on that commission. So what about if, for say, this artist undertakes a you know dire situation and they're unable to keep up with that commission, um, even if it means that they fall into more of like a monetary fallout, so... They can't even, you know, offer to give the refund required for that commission uh, for their inconveniences. So what are your opinions as far as like, you know, moral values or towards, you know, giving back to the commissioner commissioner for what he paid for? Uh, what are your thoughts and as far as how that should go about or what do you think about all that sort of situation? So let's start with Jeff Eagle. That's a very complicated situation. I, I do feel that artists need to um, you know, be responsible for all their commissions and everything, but uh, if there's a situation that comes up, I can understand it's going to uh, have an effect on their commissions. Uh, but um, I think at the very least they should uh, try to you know improve their situation before they take on any, any more work and uh, do make an attempt to uh, make right with uh, their commissioners. Right. And what about you, Thandrel? Well, basically, uh, I'm in that situation, or I feel like I've been in that situation more than once. 
But I think the biggest issue is just lack of communication. I mean, I think if you're working with someone on something, especially for an extended period of time, you really need to, you know, be responsive to emails. You need to, you know, especially if the emails are coming once, once a month, twice a month, maybe, you know, it's not like people are necessarily, I don't, I don't know how a lot of folks go. I mean, I know a lot of artists work with a lot of different people. I don't know what the uh, situation is. I don't know what the relationship is outside of the one I have with individual artists, but I think it's incumbent to keep up a steady flow of communication as you know, as direct as possible. It doesn't need to be detailed emails. It just needs to be, you know, letting someone know that, you know, what you're, if there's a delay, you know, no big deal. I mean, if some, there's a health issue or a family issue, no big deal. But if I haven't heard anything from you for three months and, you know, I paid in full up front, then it's a little frustrating just not having any sort of uh, way forward. So a the biggest thing is just keeping people informed a da note email you know it doesn't have to be anything big but that's that's the key thing and then i'm patient i can be i think a lot of people are patient you know there's a lot of things going on art's not the most you know biggest thing a lot of people have day jobs most people have day jobs on the side so it's not the primary you know uh focus for some people necessarily so it's just a matter of uh, working with people individually. And again, uh, I agree with Fiegel that it, you really need, especially if you're starting out, you really need to pace yourself and know what your uh, limitations are. Don't try and uh, keep jumping in on things. And, you know, honestly, uh, from some of the experiences that I've had, I would recommend that, uh, you know, it's probably best not to, you know, try and rely on commissions as a sole source of income out of the gate, you know, straight out of school or something. I would, I would say, uh, from experiences I've had working with people, it's probably best to start, you know, on the side and, you know, work your way towards something as a future goal down the road, but not to, not to imagine that, uh, you're going to be able to, cause if you want to put your, all your, your all into it, it's going to take longer, especially. And if you're trying to get people up front, you might have to charge less. So, it's it's you know a mixed bag overall but communication is the biggest issue i have in general i see i see mm. i can see where you're coming from yeah i'd have to agree with uh surrender on that I mean, communication is key that's something i've had an issue with some uh, some artists i've commissioned in the past and i, I feel like i come across them as a little impatient sometimes so right right so do you feel um just to sort of twist the topic here <laughs> so do you feel that in most cases that the you know like you were saying that the artist should communicate and you know back that commissioner for what he's paid for do you feel that the commissioner is a little bit more justified in his reasoning for you know a long period of time and they haven't gotten the results that they're expecting so far or the artists, um, of course, not knowing the exact situation that they might be in, um, but more of the actual situation that they have and just a sure reasoning as to why they can't come back to that commissioner. Who do you feel has a little bit more leeway in that terms? 
was quiet. I would say the artist probably has a little more leeway because whatever they're comfortable with doing, that's what they're going to be doing. If they don't want to do any work, more work for you, that's that's their choice. And uh, I, I can't force them to do anything, especially over the internet. All right, right. Okay. So yeah, there's that? not really a lot of options once you're uh, once you've you know sent PayPal. I mean, sure you can complain, but it's not really going to matter. And uh, you know, it's really it's easier uh just to figure out a way to work with them but again that's where the communication factor comes in i mean if i you know i'm kind of learning my lesson about paying in up front in full but i kind of prefer that for my budgeting purposes but over time it uh can lock up you know funds without anything to show for it so to speak so it's uh it's really a mixed bag but uh you know you're depending on the commit on the artist in general but I guess in some senses, depending on who is commissioning them, then they have different uh, historical uh, experiences as well. Right. So uh, what kind of advice could you say for someone who's never commissioned before? Should you advise these commissioners to maybe pay a deposit up front or, uh, you know, maybe get some more insight into the artists as far as their history with different uh, commissioners and any issues that might have happened before? It's pretty easy online to, you know, find out what the average uh, experience is with someone just looking through notes and, uh, you know, looking at average uh, responses to pictures and things, I think. I mean, you could always... Uh, you know, most artists will link to the commissioner for the individual image or series or anything, so it's not that difficult. But in general, uh, people have a reputation to protect online as well. So, you know, that's one reason the artist is also going to, you know, try and uh, do their best job. But in general, the issue is, uh, you know, you got to work with the artist. You know, it's their time and money as well. You know, it's. If you're paying, you know, $150 for a image and it takes someone, you know, more than 10 hours to do it, you know, it's $15 an hour and that's, you know, you're working on however much time they're sitting stuck in front of a computer screen, not working on anything else as well. So you got to break it down realistically. And, you know, for some artists, you know, that's, they're getting paid comparatively less than the average minimum wage, however long they're working on your image. So it's really you gotta gotta be realistic about something like that as well, and you also have a little bit with the, you know, upfront costs and anything else. You know, half upfront, half on delivery, or all upfront. I mean, most most artists are gonna be pretty flexible with you, as long as you you're patient and you're willing to discuss it. But they're also gonna try and put up, out the information as clearly as possible on their pages most of the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And was there anything you had to add to that, Fiegel? No, I, th I do think uh, half half upfront deposits are a good way a good way to compromise. Actually, I know a few artists that do that. Not not many, but I actually know one artist that uh, doesn't accept payment until after the, the commission's finished. So that's also good if that's what they uh, that's what they want to do. Right. Right. Okay. So. Moving on here to, uh, let's say, uh, 
TF pieces in general. So I've uh, talked with a couple of people, and this is one big thing that was came uh, brought to mind, rather, is the fact of really more of a general sense of what people view like a, you know, a single one-up piece. Like one issue I've seen is that a lot of people uh, think that a piece should have a backstory or should tell a story. So do you feel that it's better for um, an artist to have a piece that tells a story that you can really see where the TF is going or where it's coming from? Or that it's a little bit more vague and abstract that you can, you know, put your own take on it. Uh, what is both your opinions on that matter? So, what about you, Fiegel? I, I think uh, either way would uh, work for me. But I mean, honestly, it depends on the artist again. Uh, but uh, sometimes I do like to see the backstory. Other times, I, I could come up with uh, my own idea of what's happening in the picture. Okay. And you, Thandro? Well, it's really, uh, I, that's one of those reasons I don't really like one-off images as much because I'm always thinking as far as the entire transformation. And so I kind of want to see as many steps to that or at least several steps to that. So a lot of my ideas come up with just wanting to see, you know, this look or this type of person transform into this or that and it doesn't really the story isn't really important to me as much as just the visualization which is why uh i haven't even had that many comics yet aside from the they're all aside from the fact they're also really long but it's just a matter of uh wanting to see something i i'm trying to develop more longer story and more backstory and uh frameworks that i can fit multiple transformations in over the last year or so but it's for me a lot of times it's you know as long as it's nice visually i don't have to have as much of a uh story doesn't doesn't have to be anything deep or meaningful or anything else with it okay so do you feel oh sorry did you want to add something i'd have to agree with that yeah i mean the story isn't really as important as the actual image itself. I just, I just love transformation that much. I don't really care what it's about as long as it's trans, trans one person transforming into something else. Right. Okay. So just a little bit of elaboration on what you said there, Thrangel. Um, do you feel it's more difficult for an artist to? put sort of the story or what's going on in a TF into a one-up piece or maybe more spread out to like a comic type, uh, type situation? Well, I think, uh, obviously, if you can afford to go all the way to a comic, then you have a lot more room to elaborate and a lot more, uh, a lot more room to explore. But at the same time, I mean, if all you want to see is you know, one type of transformation, then you shouldn't need to build an entire story just to visualize that. You know, sometimes I have, I have trouble thinking of a good context or a good background just so I can just see this sequence or I have trouble trying to justify, you know, the cost just to show a single transformation with no 
other uh, repercussions, but most of the time that's all I really want to do, depending on if I'm trying to develop something bigger or not. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and go to a quick break here, and then we'll come back in and start on part two here. So I'll see you guys back later on in part two.